Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of In Moderation. I am so excited to sit down and chat with you guys today. I have a few things planned talking about 2023 and going into 2024, um, but I just wanted to say hello because it's been a few weeks. I've been really enjoying sharing these guest episodes with you all. I have been loving the conversations I've been having, and I've been getting to learn so much about the different people in my life and learning from them, honestly, a lot from their experiences. And I felt like I wanted to share that with you all first before I took up all the time talking to myself. Um, I think we can learn a lot by listening to other people's perspectives, seeing where they come from, and just learning from their experiences so that you can apply them to your own. But for this episode, I want to do some reflecting and some looking forward. So I'm going to jump right in and I want to talk about some of the biggest takeaways that I've had from this year. Honestly, I feel like the older I get, the faster every year goes by. I don't know if anyone else has that experience, but this year honestly feels like it flew by. And I feel like I say that every single year, but I also feel like every single year it starts to go by faster. And like trying to look back at January, it feels like forever ago. So when I was looking back at my memories from the year, my gratitude lists from the year, and pictures and videos of things that I've done throughout the year, I kind of struggled to make this list short. It's actually almost an entire page long, so bear with me and come hear about some of the things that I learned this year. So one of the biggest things that I learned this year was how important it is to spend time with people who make you smile. And it's it can be really hard to find the right people to surround yourself with. But part of that for me was figuring out that the people who are going to support me best are probably the people who talk about things and ideas rather than other people. So I started to try and fill myself with people who talk about things and ideas instead of others. And honestly, it's made a huge impact on the way time is spent with my friends. Like I feel like in the past, a lot of the people I would spend time with, most of our time together would be spent talking about other people who weren't there. And honestly, that doesn't feel good at all. And now I feel like I sit with people and it's very rare that like gossiping or drama goes on because we're all just so involved in our own life and what we're doing and how we're going to grow and move forward that it's not even necessary to waste that energy worrying about other people. The next thing is it's healthy to feel your emotions and being vulnerable is not something to be ashamed of. I really struggle with feeling and showing my emotions. I've never really been one to show my emotions, but I've learned that it's important to do so in a way that's like controlled, not showing your emotions in a way that's lashing out and being mean and like using it as an excuse, but really being able to sit back and get to the root of the problem and then voice what's happening to, you know, whoever you're having the issue with or those feelings towards, or if it's within yourself and just like I've this year for me personally, I've had a lot of self-growth and self-conflict that I've dealt with. And a lot of me working through that has been writing things down in my journal and meditating and really getting to the bottom of feeling these things, even though it can be really hard. And another really hard thing that I have found to be super important is tough conversations. 
over the past year, I've found that tough conversations can do one of two things. They can they can do one or two things. They can either strengthen your relationships because you guys are able to have that conversation, both understand where the other person is coming from, and by the end of the conversation, you can come to a place where you both understand each other and are able to move forward in a stronger, better manner. Or you could have those tough conversations, but you might learn something that you didn't want to know. You might see someone's true colors, and truthfully, the relationship may end there. And that is okay. That's what these tough conversations are for. I actually saw a, I think it was a TikTok the other day, talking about, um, it was this guy and he was like, nobody wants to have tough conversations while you're dating. Everyone just wants to, you know, have those fun, cute pictures and the great dates and all these things. They want to have a picture perfect relationship and save the hard conversations for later. But what happens when it's later and you're married and these hard conversations are showing you something about somebody that you actually don't want to spend the rest of your life with? So I really encourage you to take the time to have those tough conversations, learn how to do it in an effective and a respectful manner, and you'll learn so much not only about yourself, but also about the people around you. So speaking about learning from people around you, I've really come to terms with the fact that People are in your life to either serve a purpose or teach you something. I truly believe this, and the more things that I experience and go through in my life, the more I believe this statement to be true. I think that you don't come across anybody in your in your life for no reason at all. Somebody is there to teach you something, to show you something, to guide you, to sh- to bring you to something new, to open a door for you. People are there for different reasons. And I think as I've learned to accept that and be okay with that, it's made it a lot easier for me to handle difficult people and difficult situations in my life because rather than seeing these challenges as things that are in my way, I can see them as ways and challenges to grow. So realize that. Be okay with that. And you know, some people aren't there to last. Some people are there to teach you a lesson. So try to be open-minded, learn what those lessons are, and take away as much as you can from all of the experiences, even though they're bad. One of my pop-up's favorite quotes and one of my favorite quotes, I got it tattooed on me in his handwriting, is search for the good in all things because there truly is some kind of good in all things. Sometimes you have to be a little bit creative when things are just really not seeming great. You got to think outside of the box, but I promise there is some type of good in everything. Another big thing, I had a whole entire episode dedicated to my Yes Woman Summer and Senior Send, but a huge takeaway for me this year was to say yes more, to play more. I wish I honestly did this sooner. Like this year, I did things from going to random concerts to seining in the ocean. If you don't know what that is, go listen to Yes Woman Mentality episode Um, to making a terrarium to going to the playground and literally going down the slide and swinging on the swings with my friends. I. In those moments of play, 
I went and I drew chalk at the park and we played hopscotch and I signed up for intramural kickball. During all of these times of play, I felt so in my element and I also felt like my inner child was being cared for. And I remember leaving all of those experiences just feeling so like happy and light and that I did something that made me really just feel good and be carefree. So please like play more, say yes, go down the slide, use the monkey bars, go on the swings. Who cares if you're an adult? Go down the slide. Like playgrounds are not just for kids. Okay. Go down the slide, go on the swings. It's so freeing. I promise. So the next thing is to try something new. I've also talked before about how one of my goals for 2023 was to read 12 books throughout the year. I accomplished that goal and I actually found out that I enjoy reading. And so I urge you to try something new, even if it's something that you've tried before and didn't like, give it another chance because you just might like it. Travel whenever you can. I did a good bit of traveling this summer and even just small trips with my friends and Honestly, every single time I travel, I cannot wait to go to the next place. I feel like it's just so much fun to be able to see different places and feel the culture of them, taste the foods, talk to the people. And as you travel, the more you see of the world, you realize how big the world is, but also how small the world is. And that's such a paradox, but honestly, it's so true because There's so many people in so many different places in this world, but the more time that I've been able to spend learning about different people and different cultures, the more similar I've realized that we really are on the inside. And with that, I encourage you to talk to people, not just when you're traveling, but when you're in your hometown, when you're going for a walk outside, look at people, smile at them, try to connect and understand them. I really, I think launching this podcast and taking the time to sit down and have meaningful conversations with people has really strengthened my curiosity of people. And it's um, it's the same thing with the big and the small world. It's exaggerated the fact that we're all so different and our experiences are all so unique. But at our core, we are so similar and we have so much more in common than we do different. I think that if we're able to be more open-minded and listening to people and really seeking to understand them rather than just hearing what they're saying, but really trying to understand where they're coming from, I think we can learn so much and make so many more connections between one another. So something else that I really want to continue prioritizing in the new year and that I spent a lot of time practicing prioritizing this year is putting mental and emotional well-being first. I think it can be hard to ignore what's going on in your own head because we have so much going on in the world around us. But I think if we can take the time to just tune in a little bit and really figure out how we're feeling and then act accordingly. So if we're really feeling tired and worn out, maybe we take a rest day. Maybe we spend the day just rotting on the couch watching TV. Maybe if I've been spending a lot of time doing schoolwork, I just need the time to get out 
outside in the sun and nature and take a walk. So I think that taking that time to pause and really feel what's going on inside you and then giving yourself the things that you need is super important. And with that, it is okay to rest. It's okay to do nothing for a day. And honestly, it's well needed. And I have found that as I've become more comfortable giving myself rest days, I've taken them more frequently. And as a result, I've been able to work better and have more effective. um, I've been able to have better things come out of being well rested than I did when I was feeling tired and stretched thin. And so prioritize that rest. And part of that rest is being able to enforce boundaries. I've also learned this year that enforcing boundaries is more important than setting them. You can set boundaries. People can be aware of your boundaries. But if you allow people to push your boundaries or you have special circumstances where you don't hold up your boundaries, your boundary will never happen. Like if people know that they can break them, it's not a boundary. You have to enforce them as much as you do set them. So one thing with enforcing boundaries that I have found kind of difficult for myself and that I've heard other people find difficult is they find it really difficult to say no to people or they find it really difficult to figure out how to say not today, but another day in a respectful manner. And someone, someone had shared with me the example of, let's say you're in the middle of doing something and somebody comes over and asks you to make them a cup of coffee. You can just nicely and politely look at them and say, I'm in the middle of something right now. I can get you a coffee in about an hour if you're okay with waiting, or I can walk you through how to do that on your own now. And just hearing that example alone, it's a simple example, but it gave me kind of like the the script to use when circumstances come up in my life and I need to say no or postpone till another time or set a boundary for myself. So try to do that if you're someone who struggles with knowing what to say when you want to set a boundary. Another thing is that your standards should always be higher. Throughout this year, I feel like I've learned a lot when it comes to being comfortable asking for the things that I deserve and need. And one of the things I think I've talked about before is unlocking a new badge. And that's something that my friend Sam taught me. Uh, we use it a lot in in circumstances where something didn't go our way, but we learned something from it. So a lot of the time we'll use this example when it comes to a guy. So let's say one of us is talking to a guy something doesn't work out. It's kind of disappointing because for the most part, it was good and things were going to work out, but there's just something that was missing. In the process of getting to know that person though, you've now unlocked something new, some new standard that you will not accept less than anymore. You unlocked a new badge. This is now something that you will not settle for less than. And I think that Putting things in this perspective has really helped me to be able to, has been able to help me identify the takeaways that I can get from a situation. Like I was talking about before, you know, 
what is the purpose that people serve in your life? What things are they trying to teach you and what can you learn from them? Don't be afraid to ask for more and to set your standards higher um, because even if your standards aren't met right away, you're, you're learning in the process of what you need and what you deserve. So the very last thing, I learned so much more than this, but this is the last thing on my list, um, is to move in love and kindness because you just really never know what people are going through and what kind of impact a small compliment or smile or holding the door for someone can do. Um, one of my favorite things is like if I'll randomly think of my friend, I'll just send them a quick message like letting them know I was thinking of them. And more often times than not, that person responds and they were like, I really needed that today. Like, thank you. And I think that if we're able to do things like that, where we're paying attention to not only our intuition, but the vibes of people around us, we can just move so much kinder and with so much more love towards one another. And I think it would just make the world so much more of a pleasant place if we could move in kindness. So those are some of my biggest takeaways from 2023. Now, I've seen this trend going on around TikTok and Instagram and stuff where people have been sharing their ins and outs for the new year. Ins are going to be things that like you're going to continue doing into the new year. Outs are things that we're leaving behind in 2023. So I made myself an in and out list. Honestly, this was kind of hard to do because there were so many things that I wanted to put on this list. So this is not everything, but it's like the first things that came off the top of my head. So my ends for the new year, early bedtime, reading, journaling, boundaries, getting out of my comfort zone, gratitude, seeking to understand, peace of mind, nutritious home-cooked meals, walks outside, sunsets, meditating, therapy, stretching, growth, and trusting myself. Those are all the things I want to continue or get better at in the new year. So now let's go over the things that I am kicking to the curb and leaving in 23. Comparing, forcing things, worrying about the future, limiting beliefs, using money as an excuse to not do things, FOMO, ignoring my intuition, Starbucks, and mindlessly scrolling. So I would love to hear the ins and outs that you guys have this year. So scroll down below this episode and go ahead and leave it in the little comment section on here. But before we get out of here, I just want to give you some tips and reminders for moving into the year and setting new resolutions for how you want to move in the next year. I have already had a full episode on habits and I also have an episode with Anna all about setting goals. So if you want to dive more in depth into these things, definitely check out episode one and episode four of this podcast. But as a little refresher, reminder, some of the most important things when it comes to setting resolutions for the new year is to make them attainable and start small. Um, I think it's really easy to get ahead of yourself and make a list of like 20 things that you want to change and do differently in the new year. But it can be extremely, extremely overwhelming to try to do all of those things at the same time. So my suggestion is to split it up. 
You don't have to just start with a new habit on January 1st. Any day can be your January 1st. So I recommend taking it one, two, maybe three new things at a time and really taking the time to make sure you can successfully complete each of those small steps because as you're able to successfully complete each small thing, it becomes a habit and it just naturally becomes part of the things that you do and who you are. So starting small is my biggest tip for the new year. And don't put so much pressure on yourself. We all put so much pressure on ourselves when January 1st rolls around. But like I said, any day can be January 1st. So don't go crazy. Take a good look at the things you've learned over the past year. Do a little in and out list and figure out the things that you want to do this year and the person that you want to be this year. My last thing that I want to urge you to do this year is to practice balance. I feel like 2023 has been one of my most balanced years so far, and I can't wait to continue on that journey because I've been able to truly enjoy my life and connect so much more and on deeper levels with people as I've really tuned into the things that I want, the things that I enjoy, and the things that I need in my life. So Focus on you, and I promise that all of the good will come with that as long as you're practicing balance and doing things in moderation. Happy New Year, guys. Talk to you next year. Mm -hmm.